0: Hello, and welcome to the interview series for the Nonfiction Authors Association. Today's session is with Megan Aronson, and we'll be talking about how to use Twitter spaces to build your brand and platform with audio conversations. I'm Carla King, your host, and I'm happy to have you with us today. This interview will only last 30 minutes, and you can find recordings on our Nonfiction Authors Association website and social media platforms, including YouTube. If you're new to us, our members receive an author advisor email each Friday featuring curated media leads and links to exclusive member content. Members can also participate in a free mastermind group we call the Author Brainstorm Exchange. And also, if you're on Facebook, you have access to our vibrant, our vibrant community there, it's very active. Discounts are available for our year round nonfiction book awards program, the annual nonfiction writers conference, and our book marketing, book publishing, and book promotion master courses, all of which have optional professional certification. We can't forget discounts with our awesome partners, including Lulu, Find Away Voices, Office Depot, Ingram Spark, and others. Finally, we'd love for you to join us at nonfictionauthorsassociation.com. Start with our free basic membership program to get on our email list and explore our other membership benefits. And when you're ready, you can go ahead and upgrade that because I know you'll want to. And now I'd like to introduce our guest. Megan Aronson is a writer, public speaker, and national opioid recovery and mental health advocate who lives in the Red Rocks of Sedona, Arizona. She's one of 10 people in the US serving on the bipartisan advocates for recovery survivals council, founded by Newt Gingrich, former Congressman Patrick Kennedy, and Van Jones. After overcoming an extraordinary number of challenges in her life, including a rare, rare seizure disorder and her husband's opioid addiction, she's currently working on publishing her memoir, 47 Chances, which details her extraordinary story of love versus addiction. Hi, Melkin. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Carla. It's such a pleasure to talk with you today about Twitter spaces.
0: Yay. And you know, wow, you have a lot to talk about. You have quite a story of obstacles overcome And it's great that you are talking about it. It's very needed. You know, overcoming our challenges is important to share. And you're talking about it on Twitter Spaces. And I was super excited because I got on Clubhouse and I couldn't sustain it. And I want to do this. And Twitter is something that I'm, you know, more attracted to because I've used it for a long time, or it's been around for a long time, even though you know there's always something happening with all of these platforms. So, can you just first, before we delve in, a lot of us haven't even heard of Twitter Spaces. So, what is it, and how did you get started with it?
1: Well, Twitter Spaces is a new social audio platform through Twitter and the already existing platform there. And I got started on it just kind of out of curiosity. Um, I kept seeing these purple bubbles popping up at the top of my screen and little topics that were intriguing. And so, you know, at first I was kind of like like you, like, oh, I don't want one more platform to have to learn. And, but then I got curious and I just started jumping into a few spaces and listening. And I started to realize the power of Twitter spaces to connect people across the globe, across time zones, and center them around topics that they share interest in. And it just brought the avatars, uh, you know, these people that I had known just as a picture on a screen to life through their voice and their inflection and created a much deeper level of connection and a really excellent opportunity for networking.
0: Thanks for that. And, you know, you say that you are using Twitter and, um, you know, the avatar is the little picture of yourself on all of these social media platforms. Um, And so let me first ask you, a lot of people are trying to figure out what social media platform to be on. Um, Why are you on Twitter and why would you recommend Twitter as a good nonfiction author space to embrace, first of all?
1: Well, I've been on Twitter probably since it first started. Um, I was working for a company at the time and just kind of thought, well, this is going to be something big. So I started right when it started and um, it's become my primary platform. I, I just really enjoy the people there and the networking. So it's been um, really nice then to take the platform that I already had and just integrate the Twitter spaces into it as another level of networking. So we created this Women Writers uh, Twitter Spaces that we do regularly now. And it all started because I thought, well, there's gotta be other people like me that are wondering, how does this thing work? And so we just started one space to teach people how just the basics of it. And that turned into this incredible support community of women writers who are all at different points of their career. And we're just cheering each other on now.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so I'm imagining I'm on Twitter and I used to use it a lot more than I do today. And one of my goals this year is to start using it again, because there is that immediate experience with it. People are on it. They're chatting. It's I think 240 characters and now it's limited. So now, um, so can you tell us like, okay, if you want to talk about something, you create a Twitter space and I could just create Carla's space, or we could create an Nonfiction authors association space or a memoir space or a opioid, opioid addiction space or something like that. Would I have to do that? I mean, does it just a click of a button and then after, so first of all, how do you create that and get it started? Mechanically, I guess I'm talking about, um, you know, the step-by-step, what buttons you push. <laughs>
1: Yes, let's start with kind of a Twitter 101 basics. So the first thing you need to know is that Twitter spaces does not have full functionality on a personal computer. So you want to be using your mobile device. Otherwise, all you can do is listen. You can't engage and interact. So when you get into a space, if you're just listening, you've got a couple different ways that you can do Twitter spaces. You can do it as a listener. You can do it as a speaker or a co-host or a host. And there are a lot of different types of Twitter spaces out there. So you might have a space that is just one main person interviewing another main person. Or you might have a space where there's a couple of hosts that are interviewing several speakers, kind of like a panel. Or you might have one that's an open roundtable discussion centered around one specific topic or question. And usually that topic or question will be in the header for the Twitter space when you click on it. So first of all, when you see a space that you're interested in, just try it out. Go click on it and just listen. You have nothing to lose. The only thing is they're going to see you in that room. That's it. (laughs) They're going to see your little bubble on the screen. So I just encourage people to start trying it out. There's also a lot of recorded spaces. They do record them and they stay online for a month or so. So you could just go listen to some and see how that sounds, you know, what it feels like, kind of get a feel for it. But if you're in a room for even 5-10 minutes, you'll get an idea of how this room is going and what exactly the topic is and if it's uh, possible for you to contribute to the conversation by requesting the microphone. So on the bottom left hand corner of your screen, you'll see a little microphone button, and you can hit that and then it will send a request to the hosts and they'll approve or deny that request. And then you turn from listener to speaker. And now you can unmute yourself whenever. And and it's, I always tell people that it's kind of like an open mic night. We use a lot of open mic night terminology. You're on the stage, you pass the microphone, that kind of thing. And so you just wait until it's your turn to be called on. And then generally you speak for one to three minutes. And you've got emojis at the bottom of the screen so that you can interact. They'll light up and let the people that are speaking know that you're enjoying what they're saying through hearts or clapping um, or laughter as well.
0: How fun. Okay. Um, You know, I used to do tweet chats, which were super fun years ago. I think they still have that. Twitter still has that capability. Um and I'm looking at my smartphone here and I was looking for a Twitter Spaces app but it's not an app it just as comes with Twitter correct
1: Yes, it just comes with Twitter. It's just there at the top of your screen. You don't have to download any sort of app or anything like that. And then it's just really a matter of how you want to participate, how much you want to put into it. Because if you're just interacting as a listener, you can still get so much out of it. You can follow everybody that's in the room, go click on their... Um, their little pictures, and then that will take you to their profile. You can follow them, and usually they're online, so they're going to follow you right back. You could DM the host afterwards and say, hey, I really enjoyed that thing that you said, and start nurturing a relationship, and you just never know who you're going to meet in one of these spaces. Um, You could meet an editor Editor or a media contact that's going to be really valuable for you. You just never know who's going to be in one of those Twitter spaces for you, but it's really very simple to use.
0: So, DM is direct messaging for those people who don't know. So, let's talk about hashtags, um, right? Uh, hashtags is how you find things on Twitter and uh, possibly does it find everything or can you hashtag spaces or something just to find the Twitter spaces?
1: Yeah so you'll it, you'll see at the top of your screen Twitter spaces that are being hosted live by the people that you follow. So that's one option for just clicking on them and finding them. Or you can use hashtags like spaces host, Twitter spaces or book chat. Those are some of the best ones. Um, And that will just give you old recordings of them, or you'll see, hey, there's another one coming up on Saturday. A lot of these recordings or Twitter spaces are on a regular basis. Every Thursday at 10 is what ours is. Um, So it's something that you can come back to again and again.
0: And I imagine there's a lot of influencers on Twitter spaces.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And journalists and uh, people that are in the media and people that, you know, are also writing a book. So for me, you know, it was really about when we started, well, basically the the advice that I like to give, if you're thinking about actually hosting a Twitter space is that you want to either, you want to take what you have in your book and your brand and break it down into content buckets so for example for me with our story i wrote a memoir and my major content buckets are relationships recovery grief personal development and overcoming challenges so if i want to host a space i could pick any of those topics and ask a question centered around one of those topics like take relationships and i say what's the secret to a lasting marriage And that's the question. That's it. And it's so simple. I just go and set up a space, decide when I want to host it, and hit schedule. And now it's out there. I can tweet it. I can share it. And then it's a really easy link for people to click on when they're ready for the actual space. And it just turns into a way to really deepen your connection with the people that you are trying to reach on social media.
0: I love it because you know while we were talking I downloaded I updated my Twitter on my phone because I usually use things on my laptop. Um <laughs> and there's a new little icon at the bottom which is a microphone and it's right in the middle and um I can it it just gives me access to everything that's live right now and I can listen in and I would I guess uh and, and you can get used to hashtags um you know, whatever your interest or expertise is and listen in and then sort of figure out what the rules are. I noticed that Clubhouse got super crowded and super, I don't know what, I guess what I'm asking is why Twitter and not Clubhouse or there's a few other chat sort of things too that I, I, I looked them up right before we talked and now they flew straight out of my mind, but Twitter and Clubhouse seem to be the the one, oh, the Instagram um why twitter and not instagram or clubhouse
1: i think for me it really just comes down to twitter is where i spend the most amount of time as it mm-hmm. is and twitter is really working to create an all in one platform they've got review where you can set up a newsletter sign up they've got um i've heard a lot and i haven't really ventured into it yet but i've heard a lot about turning a twitter space into a podcast and so it's just kind of like, well, I'm already here on Twitter a lot, and I'm already connecting with people here. It's just taking it to another level. And I have found that a lot of people are kind of disenchanted with Clubhouse and other apps, like like you said, that, you know, maybe the, the trend is over now, I don't know. But um, it just seems to be kind of the way that Twitter has done it, they just work some magic that it's just something that's really easy to use, and a lot of people enjoy using it.
0: And I do like that influencers are on it. I've, I've said this again, and and also journalists and media professionals who are desperate for an expert to talk <laughs> on something on air, right? So that's a great opportunity. Um, what else do we need to know about Tweet Chat? So, um, wait, is Tweet Chat still a thing, or did that go
1: away? Do you know? Do you know, I, I don't, I didn't ever do anything with tweet chats, so I'm not sure about that one, but
0: that's fun too. But I imagine that I would have reached out in voice to the same people that I had my tweet chat with.
1: Yeah, we have a a group DM going as well with our group, um, the women writers group that we do. And so it's kind of a couple different things. Plus, they have communities on Twitter now that are really starting to take off. So um, a lot of the spaces are connected to communities that you can become a part of, like uh, Positivity Vibe Tribe is one of them, those kinds of things. So um, there's just endless possibilities for it. And that's really what excited me about it was that I could use a Twitter space to do a book launch party. I could use it to ask a question that's really centered around my work that's gonna draw in my audience. And they're gonna be more interested in my book now because they, I'm positioning myself as an expert on this topic. And then you could, you also have the option to, to position yourself as a potential guest speaker. Because all these spaces hosts are always looking for someone to come and be a speaker. So if you're just taking a couple minutes to pop into a space, which you can pop in at any point in the space, you don't have to be there from start to finish. If you only have 15 minutes and you pop into a space, you get a feel for it, you speak up, you you request the mic. You have just made yourself known to that person, and now they're going to see you as an expert on that topic. The more that you do that, you're going to build relationships that are reciprocal, where they're going to be happy to retweet your tweets. They're going to be happy to share about your book. And, And what we've done with the women writers community is we've basically built ourselves a street team for our books. Every single writer that is involved in that community now has this whole community behind them that's more than happy to tell the world about their book.
0: Well, wow. okay, so when you decide to start a group, how do you go about promoting it and letting people know uh, what you're there for, when you're going to be there? And I mean, how do you prevent getting crickets?
1: Well, Twitter makes it really easy. It, you basically just go through a few clicks of the button and it makes it very easy for you to tweet out your space repeatedly. And what I like to do is I'll send... Um, sorry i just got a little notification on my phone i apologize <laughs> um <laughs> the light right so um what will happen is um i like to send dms to people the day before my space and i have a link right to the space and i just send a personal note that lets them know how much i want to see them and how much i've enjoyed having them in our community and usually that makes people want to come and attend and then Um, Another little trick that I use is I create a graphic for it and I tag people in that photo. And so then they're more likely to retweet. You know, one of the best ways to get people to retweet your tweets is just to ask and say, please RT at the end of your tweet. And when I do that, people usually share and help me spread the word about our next space.
0: So about those direct messages, those DMs. Okay, I find it very difficult to keep track of people. Uh, Oftentimes they don't even use their real names, right? They have a handle. I'm misadventuring on Twitter. Um, And so do you keep a list of, you know, Twitter handles or can you batch DM? How do you deal with making those personal invitations without spending all day on it?
1: You know, it's it's really a hard thing to try and keep up with. I don't have any perfected system at this point. I do mm-hmm. take notes when we're hosting a space so that I can keep track of everyone that's in it. And then I also take screenshots when we have a space so I can keep track and go back and look people up. And then what we did was we turned it into a community and created a group DM. So everybody's in that group DM and I don't have to remember them every single time. But they're also the people that tend to show up in my feed the most. So that makes it easy as well.
0: Oh, that group DM thing is magic. Okay. I can see how that would be so helpful. Yes. All right. So that's a great, so that's a great way to promote your book to readers. So you may have several different, um, Twitter spaces, one for peers and influencers and people like you, other authors and one for readers,
1: yeah, that, you know too much to start with. You really have to just think about what kind of value you can offer to someone. Mm-hmm. And and so for us with the women writers group it was support going through Dealing with rejection and querying and writing book proposals and just getting the word count done for the book in progress. And so for us, we were just creating a support system, but it can be what can you educate people on what can you how can you motivate people can you speak about personal development, whatever value you can offer. You can do that either as a host or a co-host and pair up with somebody like I did. I have a beautiful co-host, Abby Schwartz, and she kind of helps me with all the back end sort of uh, managing the space while we're in it. Or you can just engage as a listener. And either way, it's going to help you build your platform um, both through networking and actually building your follower count.
0: You know, it just occurred to me too that uh, many authors want and need to blog and write newsletters and develop their platform that way and to get subscribers. And Twitter spaces seems like a good place to make that first personal connection before you make an ask. So, do you actually make an ask and say, hey, in Twitter spaces, hey, subscribe to me. Or do you leave that for your bio, your Twitter bio, bio and links?
1: I would say it's a little bit of both. I will give a really excellent example in our space that we host. We were sharing one week about what we were working on. And one woman said she had just started her newsletter. And we were also talking that week about what goals we were setting. And she said her goal was to get to 100 subscribers. And so I, I will tell you, by the end of that space, she had 100 subscribers because she just was sharing organically in the space what she was doing so you really don't want to get on there and be super self-promotional it's much more about connecting and then you know you've got your information in your bio for people to find you um if, it's really only appropriate unless if you're the host to say hey come subscribe to me you can do that at both the beginning and the end and when you reset the room throughout
0: Aha. Uh-huh. So there's a reason to be proactive and to start a group and be a host. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome advice, Megan. All right, I'm sorry we're almost out of time and I also just want to point out that these are good social media practices for any social media platform that you're in, but the voice uh the voice capability paired with the platform that we all know and love or haven't tinkered with yet but should probably is it pretty irresistible. So, will you tell us how we can dive in um with your uh writer space and for the men maybe another writer space and um anything else you've got going on that so we can follow you and get more of what you're doing?
1: Absolutely. I'm so sorry to leave the men out of our community, but we do have this fantastic women writers space. Um, Right now we are on a summer hiatus, but we will be having our next space on August 10th, which is a Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. I also, if you go follow me at Megan Aronson on Twitter, we have recordings of past spaces on there you can check out. And I will be posting top 10 space hosts to follow. So that'd be a really great way to start out and get connected with some of these global communities. Um, And that's about it. You know, I just say jump in, try it. The possibilities are limitless. Go down the rabbit hole like I did. And I have a feeling you'll have a lot of fun.
0: I think so, too. And finally, give us your website, your book, uh, where, where we can find you on the World Wide Web.
1: So I am working on a memoir that I have written and I'm now working on getting published. It's called 47 Chances. It's the story of how both my husband and my marriage survived his opioid addiction, overcoming a lot of challenges and the happy ending we got on the other side of forgiveness. My website is meganaronson.com. And again, would love to see you on Twitter. I I have my DMs open. If you have any questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. I love talking about Twitter spaces. So please feel free to connect with me however you'd like.
0: I'd love to. And we'd love to at the Nonfiction Authors Association. Thanks so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much, Carla. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today and every week. For a list of guests and topics, just check out our schedule on the site, use your favorite search engine, or better yet, sign up for our mailing list by joining our free basic membership program at nonfictionauthorsassociation.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.